Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey guys, Ryan here. The Somewhere in the Skies podcast is a labor of love every week. And with that comes many different costs to keep the show running. That's where our Patreon campaign comes in. You give what you think the show is worth. There's different rewards available all the time, including shoutouts on the show, early editions of main episodes, bonus episodes and content, and very soon, monthly patron hangouts, where we sit back and chat all things UFOs. So I hope you'll consider becoming a Patreon subscriber today. To learn more and to join, visit patreon.com slash somewhere skies. Thank you for your support and keep looking up. This is Somewhere in the Skies with Ryan Sprague. My name is Riney Horn. I'm a musician in Abbotsford, British Columbia, Canada. This is a fairly difficult thing to do, as I'm sure you can all imagine. I'm just going to assume that anyone hearing this has probably seen things and or reported them here. And if not, I mean, just, you know, it's good to talk about it. It's just, uh, you know, be careful who you talk about it. You're not going to convince anybody, much like nobody would have convinced you prior to your seeing anything so um uh thanks ryan for the channel i just stumbled on this a few days ago with these witness re- uh, accounts which is really cool anyway i've had 10 sightings in the abbotsford area here of what i think are five different kinds of objects and uh I typed it all out for uh, to report to UFOBC and MUFON and whoever else I could think of. And uh, I sent one here to Ryan. So I'll do the, an audio version that you can hear. And um, so here's mine. Um, there's quite a few. The one I've seen the most of I'll call Cloud Guy. If you, uh, you can actually Google... Uh, cloud ufo or images of there and you'll find eventually uh what looks like a smoke ring cloud with little bits of cloud inside the the hole of the smoke ring and that's the guy like uh i've always seen him at night and um there's you know like no way to take a photograph like i'm sure hey have you got any video of it no of course not like you're not expecting to look up and oh 
here's a cloud coasting across the sky and if even if you were ready you wouldn't get a picture of it anyway and most of them happened you know when cell phones weren't even a thing or they were big bricks so anyway yeah the cloud guy I had it was a really weird thing to try and explain to people you know like I used to say that it was like a if you were in a tent and somebody walked past with a flashlight and put the flashlight you know from one side of the tent to the other so it was just light it wasn't like a, a hard-edged object it just looked like a kind of a palish green like the color I would describe as if you're in the ocean at night and you swirl a stick around in the water with no light around you'll get that phosphorus kind of a green palish green color and that's about the closest thing I could describe to it then and um, as far as color goes and I thought perhaps it was like it it looks like sort of like a spotlight from one of these huge car dealerships or whatever if if there were low clouds and no beam going up but you only see the light on the bottom side of the cloud but it wasn't that because they were uh, there was no clouds it was all starry night and it went from you know when I looked up the first one was about maybe over 45 degrees to the north or up from the north and went straight over my head and disappeared to the south with no tail no distortion of the cloud thingy itself like it held its shape perfectly and was round like a not not so much like a ball but more like a the bottom of a like if it was flying like a frisbee essentially so you see the the round bottom of it as you're as it's going over and going away and like I said I didn't see any actual craft inside this you know cloud or any hard edges to anything and there was no lights blinking or flashing and, and uh, nothing like that just this weird cloud thing so I thought okay well it's obviously not a spotlight from the ground so in my brain I'm thinking okay well what about this lidar radar or something that like a mapping satellite that's shooting some you know radar or something down and then it's messing with the ionosphere and causing that disturbance and you know coasting across like this in a straight line steady pace so i don't know if you science people know anything about that maybe you could debunk that but then uh this year or sorry last year 2021 i think it was april 19th I think I put it on the calendar. I was watching TV and there was a Trevor Noah show was on and they had a picture of this thing. And I jumped out of my chair. I was like, that's the guy. That's Cloud Guy, right? Paused it, took a picture of my phone and then went online looking and looking and sure enough, here was a picture of this thing somebody had caught against a blue sky. And that's the guy. Like, that's... I'd recognize it. If you put a thousand pictures of different UFOs in one of Cloud Guy, I would... Hey, there is Cloud Guy. So anyway, when I mention him in these further ones, you'll know who I'm talking about. And uh, so the first one was Cloud Guy, and we'll get into that. It's uh, 1997, I believe, early summer. We were out uh, night riding on our bikes. This was in Abbotsford, B.C., Canada. I'm thinking June, thereabouts, because um, it was warm, and we were out riding our mountain bikes. Uh, we used to ride along this trail in Abbotsford with no lights, just really slow like it wasn't a death defying trail but when you're can't really see where you're going it was a lot of fun right you feel like you're going a lot faster so we got to the end of our little trail route that we do we're on Gladwin Road on the east side of Gladwin Road at Ag Rec Park area 
And uh, this is when I saw a cloud guy here, like I described, it was about 50 or 60 degrees up to the north. We were just looking at the stars, you know. And uh, here he goes, coasting across the sky like a steady pace, and it was gone in about maybe four or five seconds. And uh, I was standing kind of further away from these guys, and, like, I was just dumbfounded. Like, I, did, I didn't want to go, hey, 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 look at that, look at that. Like, for some reason, I just, I wanted to focus my eyes on it and see, like, what is this thing, right? And then by the time it was gone, and, you know, these people I'm with, you know, you don't just turn around and see something like that because, you know, whatever. It's, they're not like they're disbelievers. It's just there's no point. So I kept it to myself. I may have told the wife about it. But, uh, and then the uh, second one was basically the same cloud guy, but and this one shortly thereafter, but the only difference was that we had a cloudier night, and uh, I don't remember what I was doing, if I was at home or out with the dudes or whatever. And, uh, but I saw this thing again, and but only it was uh, fainter, and it was more faint, sorry, and going above the clouds, so I would see it in between the overcast. And uh, as it was moving, that one was going, I think it was going west, like if, uh, but I can't, I don't know how I would remember, remember that exactly, but, but uh, that's just the kind of, as I recall. Um, so yeah, the, all these recollections are just to my, the best of my recollection, like I've seen these things with my own eyes, like I would, I'm not a religious person, but, you know, I swear on, you know, my life and my families that I've seen what I'm going to describe with my own eyeballs, and that's how I've seen them. Like, I don't claim that they're from Mars. I've never seen Maiden Mars stamped on them or anything else, but they just move so strangely, and, the, you know, you'll see as I go along here, they get weirder, but um, they just seem biological in the way they move, like a... Like we've all seen the underwater video of a shark swimming in the water. It's kind of like that, but like without the, the wiggling shark, it's just coasting straight through, like strange, very strange. And uh, yeah, in Abbotsford here, we have, the, we have the air show, and I've been on numerous planes. I'm 53 years old. I've been on tons of helicopters. I've seen the blimp. I've seen the Starlink last summer. It was pretty spooky, but I knew what it was by the time it, by the time I had seen it, so it didn't freak me out too much. And um, so, yeah, as I know what I've seen, and I know planes. Okay, so uh, yeah, the cloud, second cloud guy that was around, I think, also '97. And now my third, I was it was midsummer, also '97, I believe. It was a warm night. I was out in the backyard with my wife she was sitting on the trampoline and I was standing beside the trampoline and uh, we were just kind of looking at the stars it was a very clear night it must not have been a moon because we're in a t fairly big city with a lot of light pollution and uh, I'm just kind of looking around I think I was looking to the east and and she says what the fuck is that and I, and I turn around and looking west up about I'd say 45 degrees was a uh, big old fireball I don't know how to describe it. it's like a fuzzy light like no no glare no sparkle no um, no tail no flame just uh, a round flat light like very 
very fuzzy though like it was yellowish orange for the say the outer half of it and the inner half was more of a reddish orange like a deeper red but definitely still orangey and uh, like when I first saw it my eyes were trying to adjust and I thought I might have seen four lights that kind of turned into that outer haze but it that would have happened so fast I think it was just my eyes adjusting to the the light or something but as it went overhead it was at arm's length oh yeah go back to the cloud guys those were both about a quarter at arm's length in size and across the sky in a boat they would have gone horizon to horizon in about eight seconds I would say straight line same altitude those were high altitude like at least 10,000 feet or more okay back to flame guy this this was really low I'm like freakishly low it was uh at arm's length I would say twice the size of a beach ball quite large like at least one and a half beach balls I can't say how big it was with nothing behind it to compare it in size and you know like a I couldn't exactly tell how high it was. It was just this light. So if it was low, it was... If it was as high as it looked, or it appeared to be like maybe 50 feet off the ground at most, then it would have had to have been about 50 feet across, I would say, at least. Like I could see roundness, but I couldn't see anything beyond the edges of this light whether it was like attached to one of these big triangle things that you just you've heard about but uh same sort of a a light thing right it's like uh, as if if it were that triangle guy it would be the the light in the middle like the huge one right and um but i didn't see that all i saw was light and uh she says oh maybe it's a satellite crashing or something like this and i said well no and uh I'm staring up at this thing. There's no flame coming off the back. There's no noise whatsoever, no sound on any of these things that I'm going to describe. Zero noise. So, yeah, I thought maybe, okay, well, it's just maybe a down, you know, like a rocket engine pointed at us, you know, like so I'm... But it was so big and moving so smooth and slow, like it crossed... This one crossed in about... I guess it only lasted about four four or five seconds also but it was so low and moving smoothly you know from west to east so I mean any plane would have just fallen out of the sky I would think and uh wasn't sure if we were going to get burnt from this thing or if we were going to get sucked up or if we were going to get squished out from you know a plane crashing or something like this I actually remember now holding on to the 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 white rail going up the back stairs and uh just in case you know like what's gonna happen here am I gonna get pulled into this thing I want an anchor so that went over and then uh years later like my wife and I you know might have mentioned it here and there but uh just last year I made up this uh like a questionnaire basically what'd you see where was it this direction blah 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 and she remembers everything I do like this is 25 years later Except she doesn't remember any color or how big it was, which I find completely bizarre because to me that's the whole thing. Like it was huge and it was bright orange, orangey yellow and then reddish orange inside. But I, my eyes were wide open looking at this thing out of 
after looking just at the night sky, and I didn't have to squint at all, like it did not hurt my eyes at all. I just stared wide-eyed right up into the center of this thing, you know, just looking, you know, what am I going to see? So that went by, and uh, so yeah, we did that little interview thing, she didn't want to be filmed for it, and uh, even the other day when I was filming that thing, she's like, you're not posting that, are you? I was like, uh, no, of course not. Uh, so anyway, that uh, that was strange that she didn't remember that at all, because we were standing about, you know, four feet apart. Number four, I got these written down here, so this is the report I had sent in to people. Oh yeah, the afternoon one, this one's cool. We were having a bit of a party the night before at our house, and uh, every weekend, pretty much, me and uh, two or three of our friends would go hiking or biking or, you know, just a little day hike or something, right? Always out in the woods. And uh, we were a little hungover this morning, so we decided we weren't going to ride our bikes up there, we were just going to walk, so we... We walked up to McKee Peak here in town, and then just down below, you go over the crest and down this little trail, and there's a, a lookout. We call it the flat spot. So we're sitting there, but he's having his lunch, and uh, I'm looking around with the binoculars, and um, we're always making jokes. Oh, there's a UFO because there's planes kind of eye level with us, these little Cessnas flying around in the, the fields in the Fraser Valley here, and we're up. I'm not sure the altitude exactly, but uh, I think Sumas Mountain is 2,300 feet or something like that. And we were a little less than that, 15 or 17 maybe. So uh, I'm watching through these little folding hiking binoculars that I had. I'm looking at these two little eagles, or not, not little, they were bald eagles, but they were still fledgling. They still had the brown and white splotches on them. And they're they're coasting along on the thermals. It was beautiful summer day like very warm it would have been like august or something like july or august mid i'm pretty certain it's very warm and because uh, when I, I was looking through the binoculars and i'm following these birds to the east and um i see something in in the binoculars so i'm focusing in as best i can and it's so far away that i can't i, I never did quite get it perfectly in focus so the but it was massive, like, uh, essentially it was over Agassiz, I think, like, it would have, it was that far away, maybe twice the size of a football stadium, or bigger even, I don't, like, it was just so, it would have been so huge, and the heat from the, the air, I was distorting it, so that's kind of how I was judging distance, was the, the amount of distortion around this thing, but it was essentially like a rugby ball, but with rounder ends like not quite as pointed as a rugby ball and chrome like a drop of mercury chrome like no seams no lights no nothing and it was just reflecting everything like the whole valley and so that's how I could see it essentially I'm guessing the the only part I couldn't see was the very top maybe about a quarter that was blue and blended in with the blue sky but I could see about, I'd say, halfway down the upper curves, all the way around the ends and all and the whole bottom of it. And it was pinned in the sky like it didn't move up or down or side to side. It was just sitting there. And like I said, it would, it would have to have been massive. Like, there was no mountains behind it that I could see. It was only this far or anything. It was above that. It would have been about 30 to 40 degrees up from where we were. 
looking east by northeast, or yeah, roughly northeast. Anywho, I watched that thing for about, uh, I would say, 30 seconds, like the whole time, saying, you guys get up here and look at this, I'm looking at a UFO, right? But like I said, we joked about this kind of stuff all the time, and nobody was getting up, there's buddy's eating his sandwich, and the other one's looking around, I don't know. And uh, so I'm watching it, I'm watching it, focusing, I didn't want to take my eyes off it, like, as all of you can understand, those have seen it, you don't take your eyes off it, and um, you're just, your brain is trying to figure this out, right? And uh, so finally I turned around and I said, get up here and look at this thing. And I went back and it was gone. So that would have been like the one time I probably would have seen it, something go zip off into space and I would have, you know, shit my pants right there, I guess. I don't know. I also had uh, uh, the end of a branch in my field of vision. Like when I was looking through the binoculars at this thing on the left side, I had the uh, evergreen branch poking in there. So that's how I was able to tell that it wasn't moving at all, up or down or side to side. But anyways, uh, I'm always a skeptic, but, you know, I've seen what I've seen, and I know I'm not delusional, I'm not, I don't hallucinate. And I was standing on the edge of a cliff in the middle of the afternoon, you know, bad place to hallucinate. Do you like stories of the strange, the weird, and the unexplained? Then we want you to check out Jim Harold's Campfire. The concept is pretty simple. Jim talks to regular people about strange stuff that happens to them. And yes, that includes UFOs, along with cryptids, ghosts, and head scratchers. He doesn't exaggerate or play a lot of spooky music, kinda like I'm doing right now. The stories speak for themselves. Ones like a ghost story involving serial killer Ted Bundy, or the young man who encountered an eight-legged demon. Then there's the story of an alien abduction by what could be considered a reptilian. Now, not all the stories are horrifying. Some are actually pretty heartwarming, like a visit from a past loved one or a peaceful near-death experience. Regardless, these are true and fascinating stories told by ordinary people who've had extraordinary experiences. Tune in to Jim Harold's Campfire on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to Somewhere in the Skies. And remember, stay spooky. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. So then uh, the next one I saw was quite a while after that. I think it was 2015 to 2017, like... It's, it's kind of a, a bit of a span there. I did report it, I think, to one UFOBC or something like that at that time. And then I made, made mention to the other earlier ones. But I can't find that in my email or anything. So I don't know. Maybe it was just a form box I filled or something. But anyway, my closest guess would be uh, 2017. And uh, we were living in Clearbrook. Clearbrook is just the uh, west side of Abbotsford, essentially. I went out on the back deck around 11 at night, I would say. It was quite dark, lots of stars. And uh, I don't remember the time of year even, but I just remember it was a very clear night, probably no moon. And uh, I was looking to the south at, uh, I think it was, you know, like Venus or uh, Jupiter was there at that time, so I'm kind of looking at that. But anyway, to the right, about, uh, you know, a fist length at arm's length, was this weird round, round-ish cloud, and it was colored, like it was kind of brownish red and warbling, like it wasn't moving like a cloud, it wasn't flattening out like a cloud or, you know, coasting across anywhere, but it was moving, and um, I couldn't quite focus my eyes, like I was, it looked almost like a pollution or a puff of diesel exhaust that had gone up so far and then just kind of sat there in the moonlight or the starlight or light pollution of town or whatever so I'm staring at this thing for quite a while like I would say a good 15 10 to 15 seconds you know trying to figure out you know what the hell is that right it's just a weird looking cloud with you know reddish kind of brown but not you know like a bright color just kind of dingy like a like pollution or something smog was my kind of impression of it and then right out of the center of this thing shooting at already the speeds they were going come about five or six what looked like the brightest satellites you've ever seen but it was as bright as the planet to its left that I was seeing they come shooting out of this thing right out of the center of it I call it the wormhole because you know what else was it and uh, they were heading uh, kind of north by northwest so they went up and then over our house and I lost sight of them that way and th- that was fast like they went you know I'd say within four seconds they were gone like out of sight and over the house and you know, I, I moved back and they were already gone and there was no tails on any of them it wasn't uh, they weren't satellites and they weren't Starlink because I watched this cloud for the longest time, which was weird enough. And then these things come shooting out of it, like out of nowhere, just right out of the middle of this cloud. I've seen Starlink, like I said, last summer. 
weird as hell, but it's, you know, similar. But if there was only five of them and they moved, you know, 20 times as fast, you know, I had time to go downstairs and, you know, get people to come outside and look at it. And then they went downstairs and got somebody else and they come out another door and it was still, you know, flying by. So it wasn't that. And uh, no tails. It wasn't something burning in the atmosphere, uh, you know, space debris coming in or whatever. And there was no noise. And they all kind of moved side to side a little bit, like like a pole position, kind of a race. You know what I mean? Like a like a old school video game of some sort where all you get is this little blip. And um, so I thought, well, you know, maybe. The atmosphere is messing with it, you know, making them move side to side, space junk. But if that were the case, there would be there would be tails. You know, I've seen all kinds of crazy um, meteors. You know, some that sparkle and crackle. I can even hear crackling. And uh, I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. I've seen the north. Used to live in the north, and we had the northern lights and cover half the sky sometimes. And I'd never seen anything until uh, you know my. 30s or whatever there, late 20s. I'll do the math later. And okay, um, number six. Oh yeah, okay, this one we moved into this place that I'm at now. Um, the problem with dating these earlier ones is I was, you know, the house in Clearbrook, we were there for four years. So I'm narrowing this down to 27 or uh, 2017, 1997. And then, uh, you know, 98 probably for the, uh, the chrome one because then we, we were at a different house in 2000 I know that and then we were at another house and a couple other houses and then we got to Clearbrook and I saw the wormhole guys there wormhole racers I call them so we got to this place it was November kind of getting late in November 2018 I would say maybe the early 20s of November you know because we I was here doing drywall and we moved in, and I had to do all this framing and stuff first, and then we started drywalling. So it was close to closer to the end of November 2018, around 10 at night. I go out on the back deck in Abbotsford here. From behind me, heading west, is uh, I thought at first, oh, was that an owl? Like, but no, it was it was a hang glider, essentially upside down, grayish, about the same color as the. It was quite overcast that night. And uh, it was only lit up from the light of town. So it seemed to me that it must have been fairly low altitude. But it was going through clouds and then disappearing into more clouds. So I only saw the leading edge of it and some of the bottom. I couldn't really see the ends of the wings or anything like that. But it looked like a, like a boomerang, except sharper on the front. Or an upside-down hang glider with nobody flying it you know what I mean like it was there was nothing hanging under it there was no fuselage no lights no nothing it was just coasting like a like I said before like kind of like a shark through the water and uh that only lasted a couple seconds and it was disappearing in the clouds and then uh the next one number seven big full moon we had in 2021 I think it was March 24th or something like that it was in March and uh, I saw a pair of cloud guys this time, the first time I had seen two of them together, which was pretty shocking. Like it's, uh, it, I was looking west and it kind of came from behind me, basically out of the light of the moon. 
and um, was heading kind of northwest-ish. Our house is on a kind of a weird corner, so the north star is on one corner, so it's kind of hard for me to judge these things a little bit. So anyway, they that only lasted a few seconds, and uh, they kind of disappeared into the clouds or whatever, heading essentially toward the north star from where I was standing. And then uh, I heard about the uh, the cloud guy on in uh, April, and I, so I took the picture and jumped out of my chair and all that stuff. Number eight, May first, two thousand twenty-one. Yeah, this one's pretty crazy. It's the same boomerang guy that I saw, as, like a chevron or sergeant stripe. It was almost going the same path as the two cloud guys that I just mentioned. It's like almost north from the east. And this guy was, I don't know, kind of a palish gray, like a dark, dark gray. Again, no lights, no sound, but I could see more of the outline of it. It was kind of almost the same color as cloud guys have been, like palish, greenish, not really fluorescent, not lit up, but just lit up from the city lights, you know, lighting its under underside. So it was kind of heading north, northwest, north by northwest, we'll say. And I even said, hey, I see you, buddy. Like this time I actually, you know, verbalized something. And uh, and then right away there was a little shooting star. I was like, oh, that's cool. It was like, it was, it was a good sighting. And then right away, here's another one above me that basically would have crossed paths with that one if it was, you know later or something the other one was later and uh this one was heading south and i could see against like it was different black than the sky it was uh, it was a starry night but this one the gray cloud guy heading west was i would say about five inches that i could see at arm's length of that thing and then the uh moon guy or the cloud guys the pair of them were a little smaller than I'd seen before they seemed kind of kind of squished together they weren't really rounded but they were equal distance apart maybe at arm's length uh, two inches apart and maybe a nickel or something like that at arm's length in size and uh, they said these boomerang guys they were about I would say four inches at arm's length one heading north same with the other ones so they were around the same altitude I figured seemed very high altitude but still you know lit up somehow like that the first one was but this one was not it was like black against the sky but I could see the front of it and that it was moving I couldn't really make out the the back edge of it so I'm keeping I'm watching this thing as it's heading south and I notice there's a bank of clouds so I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to either see it go under the clouds or over the clouds and disappear, and, you know, I'll kind of have a clue, right? Or maybe I'll see the shape of it, because they, were, they weren't solid clouds. They were, it was just, you know, lower mainland clouds. And um, sure enough, it went either just over the clouds or just under it, because the shadow or silhouette was roughly the same size. It didn't get larger and fuzzier, like, you know, if it was being lit up from a, a distance above or whatever. And um, I could see the full shape of this thing was like a boomerang, essentially, but with slightly sharper point to it, traveling in the direction of the point, 
not the triangle guy, but like just a full boomerang, no fuselage sticking out in the middle, no lights, no sound. And I'm watching it, and I was like, oh, crazy. And then here's another one right behind him, about like at arm's length, uh, he would have been about maybe two feet behind him, but I didn't see it because I was focused on this other guy. But then when I look back, there he was, right? He was going the same direction, same speed, just slightly off to the side from where the other one was in its path. And I guess because I was focused enough at the time that I could see the leading edge of this thing had what looked like uh, peeling paint. It was like a black vehicle with, uh, you know, that a shitty paint job had slowly peeled off of parts of the leading edge of it. And my first instinct was, well, well, maybe it's, you know, because I've gone beyond, you know, believing whether it exists or not. You know, like, I'm seeing it, it exists. Anyway, so I, I thought maybe it was like a static charge. You know, I was watching to see if it would move around on the front of this thing. And it didn't. It was just looked like splattered and stuck there, right? So either, you know, it had gone through some, you know, dust clouds and peeled off a bunch of paint or whatever. I'm not going to theorize on that, but that's what it looked like. Like it had a primer paint job underneath, so it was like a lighter color, maybe whitish or gray. And this was either splattered on or exposed from the black paint peeling off the front of it. So I watched that, and it went into the clouds, and I could see the same shape to it. It was the exact same thing. These were about four inches at arm's length, I would say. And uh, so, yeah, there was three of them on that sighting. Number eight, I was sitting on the back deck. This was, uh, where's the date here? August 11th, 2021. Uh, When I went inside and looked at the clock, I think it was about 1140 at that point, so this would have happened 11.30, 11.35 p.m. These have all been at night, except for that one big chrome guy there we saw from Mickey Peak, or that I saw. Um, so me and my son were out there. It was the first night of the... Uh, uh, there was a meteor shower going on to the east, so we had our chairs set up in front of... Uh, I've got a old Buick barbecue that I made here. It's the only place where you can get down low enough and you're hidden from the streetlights so you can actually see things without the glare and uh, we're watching and talking and I look up to the north and here around I'd say at least 45 degrees is what looks like a plane like say at that altitude I would guess uh, the size of a Cessna like not a huge plane but again it's hard to judge with nothing behind it It's just that I could see it more clearly, sort of like if a Cessna flies over your city at night and you can see the whiteness of it lit up from the street lights and the house lights, you know, light pollution in general. And you can actually see a a crisper edge on this one, right? So it's like the body... Like, another size thing, like when I'm looking to the south here, we got the airport over here, so I see big planes flying by and by the time it got to down to that area, it equates to the length of a 747. But uh, when it was above us, it, I kind of got the impression that it was only about the size of a Cessna in you know wing lip, wing length, tip to tip. But this was just a tube, like if you can imagine a the white cardboard tube of a 
a roll of uh, Kleenex in proportion with a very slight bend, nothing like a chevron or a boomerang. It just seemed to me that it had a very slight bend in the center in the direction it was going. But on the ends, um, they were distorted from against the black sky with what looked to me like a fluttering black, like as if a, a sail had come loose on a sailboat and it, it's kind of flopping around and so you can't really see the edge of it but, or the night sky or where it hooks on to the white thing. So it just blended into this into the sky with this fluttering whatever going by. And as it went directly overhead, heading south, and as it disappeared, it didn't flatten out like a plane would. Like, you know, it just stayed the same roundness, the same shape. So it made me think of, you know, like they say, cigar-shaped or whatever. This was exactly what that was. But um, it wasn't just a, an angle of appearance. It was like an actual cylinder flying sideways, like ed- not end-to-end, but edgeways, right? I'd say about two inches at arm's length. That one lasted about, uh, that was one of the longer ones. I think it lasted around eight seconds. And me and my son were both standing up at this point, you know, like I had seen so many at this point that it's, I was, you know, a little jaded and not as freaked out as I was certainly at the first one. So, you know, I'm, I just, you know, wanted to be there and make jokes and, you know, like keep the situation calm, right? And so after a few minutes, uh, we went inside and I put it on the calendar and all that, and I gave him a piece of paper, and I went in the kitchen. I said, okay, you draw what you saw, I'll draw what I saw. And we do the exact same thing, and we described it exactly the same, right down to the weird fluttering black whatever on the ends of the wings. Or, or not the wings, it was the tube, I guess you would say, at the either end of this crazy white tube, and it was white. It wasn't gray or black or any of this stuff. It was quite white, and I could see the front and back edges fairly clear no lights no sound okay so this is the last one now number 10 this was on september 12th uh, 2021 in abbotsford again it was this one was actually i looked to the kind of southeast and it was coming up from the southeast at a maybe a 30 degree angle and as soon as I saw it, I pretty much recognized it as Cloud Guy. It's like, hey, there's Cloud Guy again. But my, actually, no, before that, I'll go back. I'll go back to these crazy boomerangs because my wife was on the, the couch sleeping, and uh, that one actually I forgot to say that it was at 10:20 when I looked at the clock. I thought it was later, but when I after all this, I went inside and looked at the clock, and it was only 10:20 p.m. So anyway, I woke her up and got her out there hoping you know i said just keep watching like something's gonna happen here because there was just three of them like there's okay you know somebody else has got to see this and i'm just losing my shit i'm talking real loud and everything and and i could hear my neighbor over there working on something so i assume he thinks i'm a bug but uh anyway that's that's what happened there and then so that when this one happened she was still awake this last cloud guy to the east southeast she was still awake so i I've seen enough of these things. I want somebody else to see them with me. You know what I mean? Like like my kid did there. That was that was pretty in- intense. And uh, he's currently a believer also. I mean, like, I'm kind of forced to be because I know I'm not, you know, I'm not nuts, etc., etc. 
And uh, so I quickly came in and said, hey, get out here and have a look at this. And she comes out and I said, just kind of keep, look look that way, look that way. And by this time, there was nothing, of course. It was, it had either gone or faded out or whatever. But that one there, I'm, like I said, I only saw it for a couple seconds and I ran in. But I'm 90%, 99% sure, maybe even very sure that it's it was that cloud guy and not a plane of some sort. It was just the fuzzy cloud moving at the speed it's always gone not losing any shape and uh that's it and that's my story and so that's all 10 of them and they all happen in abbotsford bc canada and uh i really appreciate everybody um sending their reports in like i'm not a navy pilot i'm not a whistleblower of anything i'm just a, a guy that has seen a lot of crazy stuff and uh like many of us have and this is my first time of actually reporting this to authority types and uh, not even authority types just you know people and uh, organizations that are serious I think and even if they're not whatever I'll tell them about it it doesn't matter there's so many of us I I feel far less remarkable listening to these uh, videos which is quite nice actually so keep up the good work take care bye bye Somewhere in the Skies is produced by Third Kind Productions in association with the Entertainment One Podcast Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.